1: Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Hello, my name is Demetrius. This is Jason.
0: Good morning, everyone.
1: And you're listening to Spaces Podcasts Express. Thank you for coming back, everyone. So, I had a uh, funny run in with this work from home experience, although I've been working from home. So, have you seen any of these like news reports where someone's doing uh, one of those hits where they're talking to some specialist and the specialist is at their house uh, giving their report and then all of a sudden their kid walks in? <laughs> from like, you could see the kid walk in or in the background or right behind them. Yeah. So I had one of those sort of incidents where I had a, a big meeting on Friday. I mean decent meeting, not big. And mid-conversation I'm walking through a design that I did for for someone and you know, walking the client through it and explaining and explaining and my cat comes up and is hungry and I can hear him crying and then He tries to jump up on my table. So I grab him, move him to the side, continue talking. And then all of a sudden I hear, (laughs) and I look to the side and he just (laughs) threw up on the floor next to me. Just to get your attention. (laughs) Well, for those that have cats probably are familiar with this, for whatever reason, cats, when they get really hungry, and I guess all animals do it, but cats in particular, when they get really hungry, they uh basically their stomach acid irritates their stomach and then they throw up. Uh, so yeah. So I'm mid-call and have to hear this and then try I'm like the wheels are spinning in my head. I'm trying to figure out what to do. Do I try and deal <laughs> with this or just keep plowing through the meeting? Just
0: keep going. Yeah, just keep going. So I just kept
1: <laughs> going. <laughs> so that's awesome. Have you uh have you run into one any experience like that or two any crazy work from home now that we're all doing this although we're sort of throttling down a little bit but
0: yeah so so me so me personally i mean i don't have pets right i have kids yeah Um, and i'm not saying it's either or i just i don't you know so but my experiences are primarily around the kids and for the most part i really haven't worked from home Mm -hmm. so what i would tell you you know i know recording this on a monday um, I have a conference call that I'm a part of every Monday afternoon. That's from about three to anywhere from four to five o'clock. So I'll actually leave the office, go home and do the conference call. Cause what's the difference right at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm working from home at that point. And the kids are usually there. My wife is usually there before she heads to the studio. Um, they know like we actually, because, of, because school is from home now, don't forget. Right. From, mm-hmm. Even though my kids have recently gone back. So I had in our den, which you've been to our house, I built, you know, out of the, what was a closet before I built a shelf and organizer system for the two kids and desks, you know what I mean? Which is a pretty good size space closet. So they're, they're separated from each other. They got a great workspace shelves, you know, plugins for all their, you know, got two damn laptops open, you know what I mean? Like all this kind of stuff. And, um, and then the space that was originally built for that, my wife took one side and I took the other side and I added another screen so I can, I can have some pretty good functionality all the while I don't work that often. Now the detriment for me has been now that I have that available to me, I work a lot of times at night in the weekend. <laughs> you know what I mean. So, so, it's probably not the best thing for me. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, it's it's been helpful. So the one thing I can say is the kids know when I come home and I'm on that call. For the most part, they know, and they're they're old enough. My son just turned twelve the other day. And my daughter's nine they know it's like, shut it down. You know what I mean? Like let that do his thing. Yeah. Um, but I've been on multiple calls with people, even teammates, you know, where it's like, all of a sudden the kids just freaking out in the background, you know, like ah, you know, <laughs> hungry, just won't leave them alone. And I see them pop up on the zoom screen, the zoom all of a sudden just says that it says their name, you know yeah. what I mean? Instead of the video. And, um, and, and that's actually one of the things I've done with a lot of people. I'm like, no, no, no videos. on. I tell people all the time, like videos on, like, don't okay. just do the thing. Oh yeah. Don't just do the call in thing. Like I want to have, you know, I want to see people as much as possible, you know? Yeah. And, um, but oh yeah, kids all the time. I hear people's dogs in the background or it's <laughs> like, but then the other problem becomes too, when you're doing a lot of the stuff, you have the the internet issue, yeah. right? Like all of a sudden oh. people's like stuff goes haywire or whatever. And all of a sudden they just drop off or, you know, they're talking all of a sudden <laughs> you just get the freeze. Right. And you're like, yeah. are you, hello? You know, those kind of things. Um, so it's been interesting. I think the bigger thing for me is whether or not, I guess the biggest topic now that we're, you know, I don't know how many months into this, this thing, seven months or whatever, um, how productive people really are at home in comparison to in an office setting. Right. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing concerning work from home, especially for someone like me who has team members that are remote and whatever else I can tell you, they're not nearly as efficient. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's not nearly as efficient it doesn't mean they're not getting all their stuff done, but I don't know how quickly. And there has been some things where I could tell you from a handoff perspective that get messed up. Mm. You know what I mean? Where if you're interdepartmental uh, or from department to department, normal processes that we set up where it's you know communication driven, yeah. not, not nearly as good, right? So then that, which is cool because then it kind of makes you look at it and say, okay, there's maybe something we need to work on, but I don't think you're ever going to get completely rid of needing to have communication here and there. So it does stress that part of it.
1: Yeah. Um. So I've heard from some companies that, uh, for example, some people that have had teams already set up prior to this switch, those teams were able to handle this pretty well. But building teams during it was much more difficult to get people to understand each other's um, you know, work ethic or certain things they like to do or not do, trying to figure all of that out from a remote sense was extremely difficult, but the together was uh, groups that were already together was fairly seamless. And then, so as far as the efficiency, Mm -hmm. as with anything, it always depends on who, (laughs) Uh, some people, some people like myself, um, like I don't mind being on my own only child. So I'm fine (laughs) uh, working by myself and, can focus and get things done when I need to get it done. Um, but it adds a level of, of um, flexibility and mm-hmm. ability to do other things that I need to do. So I think that's even more efficient rather than sitting in a desk for eight hours when like, mm-hmm. I've done what I needed to do today. I'd rather be doing something else. And then mm-hmm. at those points where I'm like really wasting time because I don't feel like doing whatever... It is for Thursday, Friday, um, now, but I could be at home getting some things done that will save me time, uh, overall. So I think for people like that, it works well and they're much more efficient in life. (laughs) They can work when they need to really hone in and focus and then be able to do other things when they're, you know, when they're done with that work that they've just focused in on, but I can definitely see others that, uh, you know, need a little more
0: help and focus and encouragement. Yeah.
1: Focused environment to, to get them to sit down.
0: But the funny thing is like, I was telling a lot of people before I I knew who they were. Mm -hmm. I I knew who they were before this all went down. You know what I mean? Like with, with 99, if you're, if you're any good at what you're doing with 90, 95% accuracy, you know what I mean? If you're really paying attention to the people, like, and I, and I, and I try to stress this to teammates. I'm like, look, like you need to understand upper level management at some point, if they're any good at what they do, they're constantly ranking you whether you <laughs> like it or not like that. Like it's a constant evaluation, yeah. right? Because if you're really paying attention to business metrics and what you're, what the company needs, you're, you're being prudent by doing that. Yeah. Because no matter what game plan comes about or what plan you need to pull off the, the shelf, you need to know the players you have. know what I mean? And what the weaknesses are. So like I could have called most of it and probably did. Yeah. The one thing that was different was when that, when our teammates, when we told everybody that we were going to start doing this thing where it was work from home and whatever, and how we were going to go about doing this, you know, there were certain people that were really concerned with, you need to be at your desk. You know what I mean? From let's say eight to five, like normal. Right. Yeah. And I was actually the opposite. I'm like, look, in my opinion, like, especially people that had family or, you know, significant others, whatever the deal is, or just in general, you know, it's like, Hey, if you want to go to the beach, Go to the beach. You want to take walks, take walks. I don't give a flying poop. You know what I mean? I really don't. However, do not make me wait more than 15 minutes to get my answer. You know what I mean? Like there's like, there's a certain level of expectation that needs to be met. How you provide that. I truly, honestly, I don't care because to me, it should always be performance based, not, not, um, dictatorship based, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, because I would, you know, just go back to sports. Some people trained and learned better than others one way. And then some people prepared better, you know, this way versus that way, whatever it was, it wasn't one way or the highway when you're young and you're going through it and you're learning fine. But when you, you know, become a quote unquote adult, potentially it's not the same thing. Um, and it's not one size fits all. So it it just depends. But yeah, I mean, and not only that, like, I think we talked about the beginning, I was like, we're going to find people's true colors. Yeah. Through this whole thing, like you're going to find out the truth about people that they have, you know, that they've been able to lie about for I don't know how long mm-hmm. through this. And that is exactly what's happened. I mean, you know, you know who's in it, who's really dedicated and whatever. And one of the interesting things that we found about working from home, you, you know, I spend roughly an hour a day commuting, right? Which sounds crazy because I'm only like 10 miles from our office, yeah. but there's no good freeway way to get there or side street way or whatever. So it takes me half an hour yeah well if, if and, and if you're and some people takes longer right well those people are like look i was able to get up get on the computer at seven because i'm ready to go anyway because that's what i would have done and then they have working through so you almost get more output that's not my point i'm not saying you want to <laughs> squeeze you know more blood out of the turnip yeah. but because their men- mentality was already built that way you're you know, like i wake up at 3 45 or 4 o'clock every morning without an alarm yeah like you just you know what i mean it just becomes routine and so you're actually getting more out and the people didn't mind it because it was actually nice because they just rolled out of bed did their thing or whatever and and it's convenient. Like, mm-hmm. what's, what's wrong with convenient? You yeah. know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with convenience. And if, they, if that puts them in a better mood to provide more throughput, yeah, sweet. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Because most people, too, forget to say that you've now set them up with better technology at home. All, you know, all these other kind of things that they, too, are benefiting from, whether they want to lie about it or not. You know, all those kind of things. Yeah. Um, so, I think it was a give and take. But I don't think it has to be the end of the world. But I certainly don't think it's the solution, either.
1: Yeah. Um So two things I wanted to touch on you said was the finding out people's true colors. The other side of that is people are finding out about their companies and their companies that don't care about their employees and they're, you know, um not taking into consideration the situations that they may be in individually, health wise or family wise or anything like that. And people are starting to see like. They really don't care about me. Why should I, (laughs) (laughs) why should I, uh, sacrifice myself and do certain things for them? And they're willing to chop, you know, so many people, um, for no reason and then bring in others and do all of these funny games and, um, not take into account like what I have to deal with to, to get through this. So people are really finding out that side too, or from that perspective as well. I'd so a lot, bad, a lot of bad, a lot of bad companies are going through some things of employees leaving oh. because of how they perceived the way that they um, have dealt with some of the situations we're going through this can year. You,
0: can you elaborate on that though? Because like, what does that look? So like, maybe maybe we've been perceived as a good company then because I haven't had too much pushback. But what does that look like from that perspective? You know what I mean? Like when that's so, like they don't really so care like, about you. So they're doing
1: So like fast. one, uh, I'll say, for example, a company that I've heard of that has used the pandemic as an excuse to cut employees and save money Definitely. when in actuality their books are doing really well. Um, but the majority of the employees don't know that. So, it, you know, they're just like the environment called for me to be laid off. But those that... See behind the curtain, or like that was uncalled for, and laying (laughs) off certain people that you know it's really messed up. That people that are like, um, yeah, I don't want to go into much detail and give up any info, but but I uh, hope you (laughs) do, but people that are making people that are using this as an excuse to make decisions or taking political sides, um, you know, one way or the other, uh, you know, saying. That they don't agree with one side, um, but want to support another side, and completely disregarding how their employees may feel. Like as a company, you you have to be able to toe the line and understand who your employees are, um, and be able to, you know, bring everybody in and hug everybody and say, you know, we appreciate you from whatever your stance is. Or you don't touch it at all, and you just stay completely silent.
0: It, so it's interesting, right? So I don't, I don't own the company I work for. You know what I mean? I get to be a you know decently high level operator in what we're doing. And so you take the two ideas like I have to, I have to have responsibility for bottom line and for profitability and those types of things, right? And no matter what anybody thinks, as soon as you get to those levels where those are your responsibilities, like there's a lot of hard decisions that have to be made, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And now that we're owned by you know, a public, not uh, not a public company, but essentially a hedge fund, you know, the, the expectations between what I would have seen as better business practice or the more important things may not be the same views as who it is we're owned by. And I'm not saying good or bad. Okay. Now, when you get into things like this, go back to what I said earlier, right? I'm constantly ranking, (laughs) you know what I mean? On an everyday basis as to like, okay, well now given the new paradigm I'm in, if profitability still profitable, If profitability isn't quite what they want or whatever they need and they come back to you and say, you know, well, then you need to do something about how your overheads are structured, which essentially means in a nice way, you need to look at cutting your SG&A, right? That means people. Yeah. So I would argue, you know what I mean, at times, what did you do to put yourself in the cutability version of what's expendable? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I'm not like people are people. Everybody's got their own things going on. I can't even begin to understand that. All I can do is say like, you're supposed to be at work and you're supposed to be producing. And if you're not doing that at the level amongst the individuals around yourself, chances are you're on the lower portion of the totem pole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then those people, you know, may potentially go out of here and be like, well, yes, uh, they didn't have to do that and this and that and whatever and whatever. It's like, okay, based on what metric are you measuring that? Mm-hmm is it the metric I want to use? Probably not. Is it the metric that the world says you need to do, you know, business operations by potentially, you know what I mean? So it's, and and I'm not even saying I agree with it. You know what I mean? Like if that was to have to happen, but it's like, you know, and then you get down to different choices, in life and everything else we all have to make, but yeah, um, that's a separate topic I think.
1: Yeah. But I think more so in the front of, yeah, there are decisions that have to be made, but I think you also have to, take into account that people, your other employees that are still there will perceive it a certain way, especially Mm -hmm. if you lay off a ton of people and then bring in more people. Um, Yeah, those people that were laid off may not have been, you know, met the cutoff of what you consider to be a good employee, Um, but people that work with them may think that they were a good employee uh, because of the way that they worked with them or whatever, um, and then to see someone else come in, it wasn't a money thing. So it starts that's to, th- there's yeah, all this calculus though. with amongst the yeah. other employees that are still there yeah. of like, what was that all about? And then am I just that expendable too? And then all these questions. And if they already <laughs> are doubting something, then that's just another reason.
0: Yeah. I you think, think we get into, into it too. Like, like you, you look, look at it we're all through, through, you know, know that economic, economic forces, forces we're dealing with right, right now based off of, you know, this. Bleep it out, BS pandemic type deal, right? I know you're laughing because, you know, it's, it's, it's differing views or, or myopic views. Well, Um, it's, it's technically, it it
1: is actually a pandemic.
0: It is by the definition. You're you're, you're 100% correct. I use it under a different context. But the, uh, but ideally, like when we had to go through it and we had to make cuts or whatever it was, you know, we decided to do it a certain way as opposed to eliminating people's positions. You know what I mean? And even in that, I feel like you, you can't win. Yeah. you know what I'm saying like no matter what we do even though we're trying to protect everybody and everybody has to play a little bit it's everybody's pissed about it if I cut people everybody's pissed about it you know what I mean like, like that's the way it goes and so you develop I understand a little bit where these guys start to develop a little bit of a thick skin mm-hmm. because you you can't please everyone and no matter what you do good or bad you know right wrong or indifferent somebody's pissed but when you, when you take the weight of what you're trying to create is the best environment for the core or for the betterment of the business moving forward. You know what I mean. You're, you're you, the only thing you can rest on is you know I think we're doing the right thing. You know what I mean. And people are going to be upset no matter what you do.
1: Yeah, I think as long as there's some level of transparency and explanation, and some feel like they don't have to explain, that's you know that's your call. But um, you know, a company. You know, if you expect people to have loyalty, there's always this loyalty conversation compared to previous generations. People were loyal to their mm-hmm. businesses and stayed for 60 years, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you expect that sort of loyalty now, you have to sort of treat people in a, in a manner to, uh, um, to show them that you have loyalty to them. Sure. Um, so having some level of transparency and explanation and, you know, not guarantee, but, you know, I'm going to do what I can to keep you here and have you, um, continue to have a job and be able to support your family. We're going to support you any way we can and, you know, get through the tough times as best as we can. And with that level of transparency and explanation of the bumps that you're going through, I think people will understand more. And if you're not playing games and doing shady things, then people will accept what, you know, what the situation is.
0: It's, it's, it's a tough line. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a tough line for sure. Yeah. You know, and, I've, and I've learned that pretty heavily in the last couple of years, especially with things that I've become more and more visible to you know, I think the loyalty, you know, we talk about 60 years ago, right? Well, there was also pensions back then. <laughs> people were locked in, right? Yeah. And they're like, well, I'm not going you know, I'll just put up with it because I'm going to cash out and whatever else. Right. And then maybe people started to feel like they shouldn't have been loyal when they got screwed by those guys that, you know, basically there's nothing left, but yeah, you know, you have some of that, but now I think it's not even necessarily about money. Money has to be there. But I think the other part that comes into it is how you're investing in those individuals, personal growth. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Not growth within the company. Like, or did they feel like, and I've done this with people like, you know, they wanted a certain thing that I couldn't provide from them monetarily, but I got them an opportunity with somebody else, you know what I mean? And so they come back and they speak nothing but highly about it because for one, you provided, you know, growth for them as an individual and two, should even, you know, pumped them, you know what I mean? It didn't restrict them. Um, You know, so I think, I think it can be done a number of ways, but, uh, but when you get into the darker stuff, and it comes into cuts and budgets and all those other kind of things, there's no pleasing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it just it no. just is not. You know, Definitely. Is not.
1: Yeah. Okay, we went all over the place in this one.
0: I would we- <laughs> I'm gonna blame you.
1: <laughs> but anyway, uh, thanks for joining me. Uh, thanks for all listening, right. listeners, and we will talk again on Thursday. Thanks. This show is part of the Gable Media Network. You can check out similar content at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L media.com. You can help support what we're doing here by leaving a five-star rating and a review on your preferred podcasting app. It helps others find us, and your support is the only way that this show grows. And don't forget to connect with us through our Facebook community, Instagram, and see the random thoughts and articles that we share on Twitter and LinkedIn. Thank you again for spending some time with us. Talk soon.